<laughs> but right, guys. So we got a couple topics today. We're going to talk about the biggest news. The biggest news. We're getting What's HBO that? Max. Uh, Justice League, man. Well, it looks like I'm going to have to have a subscription now because let me tell you. Well, I don't want to steal your thunder for anything that you might want or have to say, but I was not impressed with that film. Not impressed. The theatrical cut? Not impressed. Uh, no, listen, I thought it was a fun movie. <clears throat> fun, yeah, fun. But not impressed to the level that I expected to be impressed. Like, Batman vs. Superman, people have their faults with it. But Batman vs. Superman is... I, I was impressed by aspects of it. There was just... There was just nothing impressive about uh, Justice League, aside from Gal Gadot. I think it's because they put too many jokes. They try to go too much of the Avengers route and put a lot of jokes yeah. and a lot of color in it. Leave J Joss Whedon should stay in his lane. That's first of all when it comes to anything that he's ever done before, which has been great work. But uh, don't try to touch this stuff. And I think that's where they made their mistake. Unfortunately, we had the incident with Snyder's daughter. That derailed production, yep. and uh, we got what we got. But uh, we're coming back strong, it looks like. So, and what do you think? How how different you think this movie's gonna be? Because the movie seemed pretty cut and dry. Like, how much are they gonna change in the Snyder cut? Like, what are they um, adding? What was added, or what's just totally yeah. missing from it? You know what I mean? Like, how drastically well, that, different is this gonna be? Right. No. Um. I forget the YouTube channel. But there is a YouTube channel that shows two different uh, shows. I think it's called Video Comparison or Film Comparison or Movie Comparison, whatever. They show like the trailer of Justice League when they very when they announce it for the very first time, and then they show the theatrical scenes right next to it. And there are very clear differences, and not even to the point of editing. We're talking actual reshoots in a lot of them that were used instead of what appears to be, to me, Snyder shoots. So, like, it seems like a lot of Snyder footage was cut. They reshot it, but, like, differently, like a different camera angle. Like, you could tell, like, the actor looks a little different. Um, the angle looks different. The framing looks a little different. Uh, pretty much mostly the same. So, perfect example is when Bruce Wayne is at the top of that icy mountain when he's about to go visit Aquaman. He's making this long journey. That was supposed to be a very long journey to go see Aquaman. And the theatrical cut, it's just this quick thing that just happens, and he ends up in Aquaman's town, and he ends up talking to him in his, in, in his little place with his congregation of people. Mm -hmm. And the uh, in the theatrical cut, that's what happens. But like I said, in the Snyder cut, it should have been a little bit longer. And it's evident in this video comparison YouTube video that I saw that um, if you're asking if there's anything that's going to be different, how much different it's going to be, well, tone is number one. Uh, the time it takes for scenes to like happen and the payoff, because you know how sometimes in movies they let stuff build before there's a payoff. So I'm thinking that there's going to be a lot of moments like that where things take a while to happen and then they happen and it's going to feel better. I was waiting to see, what's his name, Cyborg. I was waiting to see that character yep. play football and do his thing. And I wanted to see him in school. I wanted it to be like, what you would normally watch in a Spider-Man film where like, you know, he's in school and he's, he's living with this thing and you know, how does that affect him as, on the day to day? And I wanted to see that, but from the cyborg character and we didn't there was that, that scene. There was that scene where he's playing football in the trailers. Remember that? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So like I expected it to be him playing and then 
we get school scenes too where you know there's there, remember how when we first saw the trailer the second trailer that is you told me this is going to be flash's movie remember that i envisioned this to be everyone's movie where everyone got a little piece of the pie where like if i wanted it to be a cyborg movie i watched just this at just this part of the movie like i watched you know from like these 30 to 45 minutes put these 30 to 45 minutes together you have a mini cyborg film right same yep. thing with flash like it, sh it should it should have been to that effect um and it wasn't it was all just like cut chop pasted cut and paste here you go here's like a quick version of justice league it's ba it was it almost felt like the cliff notes version of what should have been the theatrical cut that is and you, back to your question you ask how much different can it be Mm -hmm. Even the CGI, I feel like. I feel like they can really adjust the tone with better CGI, especially for Steppenwolf, obviously, because that was not impressive. When I say that this film yeah, yeah, did yeah. impress me, that's the most, or that's the, I should say, that's the least impressive thing about that film. I, I can't even call it a film because it wasn't even that great. I have to say that it was a movie, all right? You guys know what I'm talking about, right? Films are things like The Godfather, Collateral, and... Movies are things like Transformers 2 and Justice League, theatrical cut. So how much different can it be? I think it can be wildly different if they do the CGI right. They have longer stories and they have um, plot threads pay off, like wait for certain plot threads to pay off. And then, um, I see I already said, the CGI plot threads and the tone. Like those three things right there. And it's going to be long. It's going to be cut up. And it's going to be what, like how many hours? Six? I think Delta it's like, dealers? no, I think it's four hours with six episodes. Four? Oh, like, okay. So six is where I got the episodes from. So that's what I'm saying is that like, they're going to cut it up properly and to the point where it's going to make you want to binge this thing, which is a smart move because then people will want to see more. And that goes back into what you were mentioning to me earlier about Affleck wanting to come back as part of a uh, series on the network. Well, real, real back to, uh, back to Steppenwolf real quick. You know how we're so used to seeing Thanos looking like he's a real character? Yeah, no, and, and, and I, you know, that set the bar, unfortunately. I say unfortunately because I'm not the biggest fan of, of, of Marvel in general. They did an amazing job with their, um, with their cinematic universe, you know, hats off to them. Um, mm -hmm. And I really enjoyed Infinity War. But the thing is, that freaking Thanos, and when you, you know, you first see him, it's like, whoa, this is like a real dude. Like it's yeah, not. Yeah. It's like they really blew yeah, the line with CGI and real people mm -hmm. with that. <clears throat> kind of look like Bruce Willis in some parts, but. <laughs> but the original, the original uh, Steppenwolf. Well, to be fair, the totally original different. Thanos was garbage. The, uh, to be fair, real quick, the original Thanos was garbage at the end of the Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy, right? The post credits scene. Yeah. Is that what they yep. played him? Yeah, that was garbage. He was all purple. And like his his head was like not the right format. Like it was just like his jaw was like too big or whatever. But they fixed it up in Infinity War. Yeah, but I just threw up the uh, picture of the original uh, Steppenwolf, and he looks more alien and more menacing than that what we got right in the Justice there, League. Yeah, that is is what I'm talking about. That's what I would love to see. That's yeah. actually where. That's yeah. Uh, I'm looking at you. Yeah, looks yeah. great. I'm curious to know if we're gonna get like if they're gonna be doing like reshoots. Like, are we going to see Ben Affleck come back or uh, Cavill come back and, like, reprise their roles? Well, the whole the whole um, thing is that they wasted money reshooting for the version that we got. Why would you yeah. reshoot if it sucked? 
Like, how are you going to reshoot something and then have it suck? A reshoot means you're going to do better than you did before. I doubt that the Snyder... I know that the Snyder clips are not worse than the Whedon clips because the initial trailers and teasers make that clearly evident. The framing is a little nicer. I get a better picture for what and where I'm at. And last but not least, the color grading is way better in the Snyder uh, cut. Like in the Snyder trailers, the color mm -hmm. grading makes you feel like Steppenwolf could live in that world. The alien yeah. version of Steppenwolf. Yeah, it's and a it darker, it's a darker yeah, look. I want it to be like, wow, this could really happen in my world. Like, that's what I want it to be like. That's ultimately you know, what I'm talking about when I say tone. You know, I want to attribute to maybe this movie coming to light also. Also with the darker tone that Snyder brings to his films. Joker came out recently. Darker yep. tone DC movie. Right, right. I mean, that's that's what they're good at. They, they need yeah. to stick to what they're good at. Yep. So in this one, obviously, it's going to be a darker tone film. Right. It's kind of like, I don't know if you, well, yeah, we talked about this last time, but I actually finally got to it. Um, and I can't, yeah, you know, I'm not a proponent of this woman, but I'm just going to have to quote her real quick. It's kind of like what Carol Baskin said in the Tiger King documentary. <laughs> oh, no. She believes that everyone is good at only one thing. In the case of DC films, they're very good at making darker pieces, darker forms of content. It shows in their animated films, and then it shows in films like Joker and Dark Knight. Well, I mean, they're kind of like darker tone character too. It's like Batman's very vengeance-like. You know right. I mean? Yeah. Right. Superman's brooding because his parents died too. That's some right. distance. He's, a, he's an orphan child. He might be a little dark. Yeah. You, you, so your parents content, send you off yeah. to a different planet. Yeah. Like your parents send you off to like a boarding school or something like that. Superman got sent off to Earth. Parents died. Uh, so I'm excited to it, but I would think they would do some kind of reshoots because all the whole cast seems like they're on board. You know, everybody had tweeted hashtag Snyder Cut like months ago. Do you remember that on Twitter? I don't know if you're on Twitter or not, but you know, I'm on Twitter. Like the, the entire cast was like like pushing for it months ago. I want to say a couple months ago. And the funny thing is that they were in talks. You know, I read an article, I forgot where it was, the article where Snyder was like, they were in talks sometime in like February. I want to say sometime, uh, about that time is when like, um, Cyborg and uh, Affleck and Gadot and um, uh, Aquaman was, all, all the cast was just hashtagging Snyder Cut. So they must have known hmm. this was happening back then. They must have known this was, yeah. was going to go down. So I would say they would be on board to doing like some reshoots. I don't I understand they already got paid and everything, but... They're gonna be dropping a, some big coin on this. I think then I think the uh, number was like thirty million. But listen, yeah. if the actors are coming back, it's gonna be more than like a thirty million. Hmm. Well, um, I mean, I'm definitely interested. And uh, what what's actually kind of surprising is that uh, well, not very surprising because of like I said, the unfortunate uh, situation with uh, Snyder's daughter. Um, you've got that situation where I'm not sure if he actually completed all his, his, his scenes. Did he actually film everything he wanted to film, Snyder? Well, we're definitely not getting any uh, mustaches this Which time Which is around. good. Yeah. yeah, good. And I think Affleck is even looking thinner nowadays. 
Yeah, if he's looking thinner, that's not going to work out because he's got that hulking look. And he always said in the uh, promo well, material that he wanted to have the hulking look for a Batman. So. Well, you remember when he was on the plane talking to Alfred in Justice League and his face was like all overweight and puffy looking? Yeah. Kind of like my face looks right now since I've been in quarantine. But that's what his face looked like. And I was like, something. Is, mm. I was like, this is definitely a, a, an extra scene that they shot because he was looking a lot heavier in this shot. Yeah. Hmm. It's interesting. And speaking of Ben Affleck, this is the rumor that he's going to get his own TV show. I mean, that would be great for people, for people like you who really enjoy that that take on Batman. Come on, look at that. So this is the this is the rumor. This is from two days ago. Wild rumor has hit the net offering that a big announcement will come at the end of the year about Ben Affleck getting his own Batman series on HBO Max. The rumor offers that Ben Affleck Batman series will follow the Snyder Cut of the Justice League movie. Do you think this is going to come to fruition? You know, if it does happen, it's going to be one of those things where it's like, it's going to be just an online sort of thing. The same way that the TV shows are a TV show sort of thing. Like, Birds of Prey had its day with Harley Quinn. Nobody and, wants um, to see nobody wants to see a sequel to that though. I know I know no one does. But everyone saw those characters in that movie and it was a major worldwide theatrical release. And the same goes for Joker, even though Joker is in its own universe, you've got a worldwide theatrical release of a IP from DC with those characters. But when you put them on TV, they just suddenly feel less important. We're not in the situation to be saying that the theater is most important at this juncture because look what we got. We can't even go to the movies. So if they try to say that they're coming out with, you know, Batman, the Batman, and it's going to be in theaters, and like Joker is going to be in it with what's his name, Johnny Depp, apparently. No, no, um, uh, Jared Leto. Jared Leto's going to be in uh, the Batman with uh, Robert Pattinson? Is that the word? Oh, no, I thought you were talking about the TV show, my bad. Well, what I'm trying to say, essentially, without beating around the bush, is that when the movies from DC come out in the theater, they seem more important. When the shows come out on TV, they're really good, but they don't seem as important. It almost as if like they exist, well, they do exist in a different universe, but it's almost as if like it's somebody different making them. And you have, like, different people that are interested in them. Like, me, for one, I'm not going to sit there and watch, like, dozens of episodes of shows. Like, just to enjoy a specific character's story, backstory, you know, stuff like that. I'm not going to try to binge watch that sort of thing. Um, I just want to be able to go to a movie and watch a movie and just enjoy it right there. It's kind of like you want to sip a 12-pack of beer or you want to just sip a couple of shots. You know, what's going to do the job better for you? What's going to just, you know, get to the point, right? Um, people like their TV shows, don't get me wrong. Uh, Arrow is great. And uh, I forgot what else they've got over there. But Smallville, great. You know what I mean? But I'd rather just watch a Superman movie. And it almost seems like anytime DC comes out with the movies, and the movie is more important. If they come out with this Batman with Ben Affleck on mm-hmm. HBO Now, they come out with that on there, and we're still in quarantine, okay. Because we can't go to the movies. But imagine the scenario where Robert Pattinson Batman movie comes out and like it's in the theaters and all that stuff 
simultaneously or around the same time Ben Affleck Batman is on HBO now there's those two mediums out there that we're going to enjoy our those you know those pieces of entertainment from but like what's going to seem more important like we know to us right I can't say nothing about the Robert Pattinson Batman flick because it hasn't been released yet and I haven't seen actual footage from it yet like in action but I'm just saying that it just seems more important when it comes out in a movie theater and then when it comes out on streaming platforms or on TV, it's kind of like, meh. That's kind of like, you know, B-level stuff. Um, when in, you know, you, you never know. The Ben Affleck series might be better than the whole movie of the uh, Robert Pattinson Batman. But it just don't feel that way because one is in the theater enjoying a worldwide theatrical release. The well, other one is in the, the other one's on streaming. Well, remember. But, I mean, you, you see what happened with Justice League. It was a worldwide theatrical release and it wasn't that good. Well, so, remember we got we got Game of Thrones worldwide phenomenon. That's true. I know. I know. Worldwide. How long can you keep Ben Affleck going as Batman on the TV show? Well, apparently he's got a apparently he's got it a really a good story run. to tell. Apparently he's got a it really might good be a story to tell. Run, like a limited series, right? Well, Affleck but, is like a huge Batman fan from way back yeah, in the day. Yeah, I know. So apparently people he's got some like kind it. of story to tell. Yeah. Yeah, people 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 will like it if if it is great. I'm you know people will like it. I'm sure it'll be great. You know, but um. I just see it as an issue because if it's on streaming and it like debuts on streaming and all that stuff, mm-hmm. it just is going to feel less than when the production value could be there and everything. Don't get me wrong. But we see that all the time, like Stranger Things and so on and so forth. But like there isn't that moment or that feeling of, yeah, let's go to the theater. Like it comes out this day. Let's take the day off or like, right? Well, I think. Or the midnight th- premiere. Like there, there's not that aspect to it. And I'm not saying one is better than the other, so to speak, but I'm just saying that the general public will will make it seem like one is more important than the other, and that's the theater one. But again, the big uh, deciding factor between that point is whether we're still in, in, in this uh, crisis or not by that point. Well, I think everybody's going to be engaged with, let's say Justice League really takes off. Fucking people love it. Because as yeah. of this point right now, the DCEU isn't like the greatest thing. It's, it's nowhere near like Marvel marvel uh, the cinematic universe there no it's um, not. the only really good thing they have right now is like uh, wonder woman and kind of aquaman aquaman i think and if the justice league really takes off that does that does good and then we get a batman series this could really kickstart the dceu once again and they keep batman uh pattinson's batman and then joker in their own little separate you know little off stories and this yeah. could relaunch the DCEU once again, and then we could get Ben Affleck back as Batman. We get the darker tone films back once again. Yeah, no, that's that's fine. I mean, it's not like we haven't had this before, where um, you know, like Superman was on the big screen and Superman was on TV simultaneously. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that when Superman Returns came out in 2006 or 2005. Um, Smallville, I think, was still running. And, like, what was a bigger deal? That's that's just my point. To your point, yeah, if Justice League takes off and people love it, it's going to create that much more hype for uh, Ben Affleck Batman. And mm-hmm. that'll be great because we'll have two different interpretations of Batman. I think the best part about this is that we'll have two different interpretations of Batman and we won't have to wait eight years to see them. They're happening simultaneously. 
I mean, I want to see, I want to see a Batman show, kind of like Westworld, like Game of Thrones. I want to get like, you know, like twelve episodes of Ben Affleck, like in Arkham Asylum, where he's taking down the Joker or the Penguin, where you don't have to wait for a two-hour movie every like two or three years or something like that. Yeah, but the thing is, is the reason why I made such a big deal about it initially, and I would like to see something like that too. But the reason why I made such a big deal about it initially is because Batman is like kind of like the Joker and that he's like one of those sacred characters that you don't want to see so many different interpretations of him all in the same shot. Like kind of keep them sacred. Like make sure you give it to the right actor, make an amazing film out of it. And then like leave it alone for a little bit until you know, you got a good story to tell. And so you know that you can do it amazingly. Like Spider-Man is one of those characters where like how many Spider-Mans have there been in the past 10 years? Right. I think this opens the door again. Not only Justice League takes off, Snyder Cut takes off. We get the air cut of the Suicide Squad. We get Jared Leto's Joker back in as well. He can make cross appearances in future films, also in the TV show. So now we're getting like true true versions of these original DCEU movies, which are darker. Yeah. And they, and they can really be even darker on HBO Max. Right. Yeah. And I, and I think they want to, I think HBO really wants to push their service. So I mean, the Snyder Cut takes off. People are gonna people are gonna tune in to get Ben Affleck's Batman TV share series. Yeah, and then uh, and I'm pretty sure we'll get an air cut if these two really do the job. I don't really. I'm I'm not really concerned about uh, Suicide Squad unless you take out some of the characters. There's just too many of them. That's just the problem with superhero flicks nowadays. As it is, there's too many heroes and too many villains. Like there's. Like how how my, like I, I was in school and then one of the professors that's like that was like his quote he's like yeah there's too many heroes I can't keep up it's true like if you're not like a fan of the comics from back in the day like there are too many heroes like I gotta remember all these people Scarlet well, I mean, Witch the, who's that again the movie oh, could be played by two different it was played by two different actresses the movie could be drastically different the movie could be drastically different than what we got I uh, yeah I don't, yeah I don't know about that one I know that I have confidence in that Justice League will be drastically different. Justice League um, Snyder Cut will be drastically different than um, Justice League Theatrical Whedon Cut. Um, but I don't have confidence in that. The Ayer Cut of Suicide Squad is going to be that much different than the Theatrical Cut of Suicide Squad because what are you going to do, just add more Joker scenes? I mean, yeah, what do you want to flesh out that character a little bit more? Jared Leto shot more than was shown. Um, it's going to be nice. It's going to be cooler. We, we're going to actually get to see it. But the overall final product, I don't think is going to be that much different. The tone and biggest thing being tone. You know what I mean? I don't think that's going to be that much different. Well, I think they had, well, I think, what was the word? They got a, a trailer company to come in and shoot the movie. That's why it was kind of real. Quick cuts, a lot of poppy songs in there. Yeah. So, I mean, I the man that. made Fury. Fury was a pretty badass movie. With a Shia LaBeouf yeah. and uh, Brad Pitt, the yeah, tech movie. Yep. Yeah, yep. go killer movie. That was a dark, gritty movie. Uh, kind of visual aesthetics were the same as Suicide Squad. Yeah, I know. It was enjoyable. Yep. Yeah. So I would think it would be somewhat different than what we got. It's, Hopefully it's he shot some different... I'm hoping he shot some different Enchantress scenes at the end because that shit was like Gozer at the end of uh, Ghostbusters. It was like it was like that. I mean, can they really make that much difference in the edit, though? Like, that it's going to be drastically different? I don't. I just don't have confidence that they can do that for that movie because 
I mean, I saw what I saw for that movie. I'm sure he'll. Uh, I'm sure that like he's got was... like a rough cut or something like that. He's got to have like a rough yeah. cut. I didn't feel. I don't feel like that there was that much more under the hood for that one. For Justice League, I feel like there was a lot more under the hood than what was shown. In fact, let me say this much real quick. Let me go back to the scene with um, Superman where they're in, I don't know where, but where they're all looking at him, like all the heroes are looking at him, and he's like coming back to life. I don't think that in the Snyder Cut, they dig Superman up. I feel like that that's just stupid. Well, we know, I think we all know he gets his uh, black suit at some point in time. So maybe he doesn't yeah. get dug up. I don't know. How, I don't know how the black suit comes into play, but right. I but we know he comes back. Saying, I don't think he gets dug up, um, and I don't think he's in the middle of uh, City Hall or wherever that location was. Yeah. Yeah. Probably not. Uh, because I believe that those 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 actors and all that were there. Because if you look at the cyborg, uh, one of the one of the trailers for cyborg is like saving a cop from like a falling car or whatever. I believe they're there for a reason, but maybe not for Superman. And if it is, he didn't get dug up and he's not shirtless. I'm pretty. I, mean, black suit. I know for a fact Batman didn't say, "Oh, something's bleeding." When? Remember when Batman when he threw Batman and he he. They cut to that shot, and he was like, oh, something's bleeding. Oh, and him? Like, Batman was bleeding himself? Yeah. When he was laying, yeah. he was kind of cracking a joke. I was like, yo, Batman don't crack jokes. Right, right, yeah. And then in the Justice League uh, theatrical, he's like, sorry, guys, I didn't bring a sword. So stupid. Would he? Does he even have a sword? Have you ever seen Batman with a sword ever? Except for in the beginning of uh, Batman Begins? He had a sword. He had a sword in the movie? And, I mean, before he was before he was Batman. No, I'm saying before Bat. Well, not okay. So we're talking about a couple different ones. We're talking about my favorite, Batman versus Ben Affleck Batman. But what I'm just saying is that like, when have you ever seen Batman in general with a sword? Like in in Justice League, when he's when he's in that machine and they're fighting Steppenwolf underground. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, Steppenwolf with the sword. He gets in the thing. He gets no. Batman gets in the thing. And um. He uh, he gets in that big robotic thing that he brought. Yeah. That big spider-looking thing. And then he says, uh, that's what he says. He says, sorry, guys, I didn't bring a sword. Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's cracking a joke. Yeah, he's cracking a joke. Yeah, yeah cracking a joke. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of jokes oh, wow. in that shit, dude. I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm really interested to see how he, he makes Star, uh, Batman... Still serious and dark as he was in BVS and and uh, in his little uh, cameo in uh, Suicide Squad and bring it over to Justice League. Uh, I'd like to know how he maintains like the whole the whole ensemble there. Keep Batman yeah. serious, right? Because you know in the 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 Super Friends, I don't think he cracked any jokes in the Super Friends either. You remember Super Friends when you were a kid? Uh, yeah. The cartoon? Uh, well, yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say, the cartoon. Um, you know, Saturday Saturday morning. Uh, I am excited. No, once the Snyder Cut does come to HBO Max, is it going to make it on 4K Blu-ray as a physical release? I'm sure it will be because no, Westworld yeah, sure. came out. Yeah, Westworld came out and so did the Game of Thrones. 
Yeah. Which which brings us to the next question. Elias, what, what are your five movies that you would like to see on 4K Blu-ray that are not on 4K right now? Well, I'm going to tell you this. Even though I don't have a 4K projector yet, I will say that I am uh, about five movies short in my collection, whether that be Apple TV or whether that be physical 4K for these movies right now. And the reason why is because they don't, uh, they're not in 4K. Um, I made a list. And uh, I think you'd actually be quite pleased with some of them, quite surprised in others. And hopefully you didn't pick the same five. All right, let's go. You want, me, you want me to go all in one shot, or you want me to like go one by one and we explain why we picked each one? Go with your first one. What's your first one? Uh, classic Godfather. All right, which, wait, which one? The original? We talking about original just one Godfather. or all, all of them? Original Godfather. I mean, I could say I'll take all of them, but like, I'm just gonna because I have to pick one. I just put Godfather one. Mm-hmm. Recently, they came out with Scarface, right? Another gangster movie. In 4K, yeah. uh, actually last summer. Um, at, no, 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 I'm sorry. Last fall, they came out with uh, with Scarface in 4K. And uh, I'm I'm messing up. I'm pretty sure it was two falls ago, wasn't it? Not wasn't it two falls ago? Anyways, Godfather 4K needs to come out. 2019. That's, yeah, I was right. Last fall. Yeah. That's your number one last pick. Last fall for Scarface. Wait, My are you doing this in Godfather. numerical order? The Godfather is your number one pick. Godfather is going to be the uh, the uh, number one pick, yes. Okay. That's a classic. Yeah, for sure. Ain't no wrong with that pick. Nope. All right, you, you're going like to like my number one pick. What you got? Everybody's going to like my number one pick. It's collateral. Tom Cruise. Oh, now go. that we're yep. thinking about... Now that we're thinking about Tom Cruise week, it's been Tom Cruise like month, I think. Uh, with War of the Worlds, True yeah, Lie, or not True Lie, Top Gun. Days of Thunder, Top Gun. Days of Thunder. Collateral needs to be on this list. It's a Michael Mann film. Um, yep. Heat is on 4K. Collateral, yep, sure. one of my all-time favorites. And it's one of those films that has that, I don't know what frame rate they shot it in, but you know what I'm talking about. It's got that almost live look to it. Almost that 60 frames look. Do you know what they shot the film in? Um. Well, I think it has to do with uh, his 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 uh, hand holding processes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see that happen in Miami Vice from two thousand and six, which is not on my list, by the way. So I just I just put that out there right now. Um, and yeah, no, nah, he's got definitely got a lot of like handheld handheld yeah. cinematography going on. So uh, that's that's a good pick. Um, one of my favorite club scenes of all time yeah. is in Clap. Uh, they play a little song called Korean Style by Paul Oakenfold. There's actually two versions. Uh, Korean Style, which is like the actual version they play in the movie. And then there's Ready, Steady, Go by Paul Oakenfold. Mm-hmm. Uh, great track. They've even got, what's his name? Um, the guy who did uh, the Casino Royale theme. Uh, oh, yeah. Audio Slave. Uh, They've got Audio Slave in that. Yeah. Think, uh, right things to come, shape of things to come, or something like that. And, so and Tom Cruise so is yeah. a bad guy in this movie. Yeah, you know it's always great when you have, um, when you've got a you know typical babyface actor, 
um, playing a bad guy, playing a villain. I mean, we've seen that time and time again with uh, DiCaprio and Django. We've seen that with uh, Neeson and Batman Begins. And then now we saw it with uh, uh, Tom Cruise and Collateral. And -hmm. it's always refreshing to see, you know? It's almost as if these guys have been playing good guys all their life. And then, like, all that rage and energy that was built up, they just unleash it in this in these roles, and then they do magnificent magnificent in them. Yeah, man. He rocked it. He rocked it. Definitely in my number one pick. Definitely my number one pick. One of my favorite Tom Cruise movies of all time. And I don't think it gets a lot of credit. Like, not too many people talk about it, you know? Right, right. Yep. I hear you. Um, yeah. Definitely. I mean, I remember when it first came out, I didn't go to the theater and watch it. This was yeah. back in 2004. But I remember everybody saying it was so good. And when I finally saw it, I was like, Phew. I was like, yo, this this movie right here, man, this movie's legit. And he's killed it. That's that's my number one pick. What's, what's your number two? What's your number two? All right, number two, Drive, Ryan Gosling. Fuck. <laughs> okay. Nicholas Winding Refn. Okay. Nicholas Winding Refn as the director. Drive definitely. Um, you you sounded like that was on your list. If if you want, I could give no, you one. No, that was no, that was on my list. No, sorry. Um, that was on my list. No, definitely the purples, the uh, pinks, the blues, the oranges, the teal and orange overall. Um, but as far as the neon lighting in that film, uh, I almost chose. I didn't want to be too repetitive and have like same actors in the movies and stuff. I wanted to give it a little bit of variety. Um, and I almost chose only God for Gibbs instead of this one, but it's hard to watch that film because it's just, it's hard to understand. Um, even after you understand it and everything, it's hard to follow sometimes because you kind of get bored. Only God for Gibbs, that is, um, which came out after Drive. But Drive is so fantastic in that it's a great film. It's got a great soundtrack and the cinematography is awesome. The scenes are great. Uh, it's something that, you know, you just have a ball watching and I could clearly see them no pun intended, making it razor sharp. It only came out in 2011, you know? It's not like it's going to be that hard of a task for them to make that sharp 4K real nice um, any harder. It couldn't be any harder than uh, The Godfather when they redo that. So uh, definitely I'm waiting for Drive. Definitely I'm waiting for Drive. I need that in 4K, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. I only watched the movie once. I can't say I agree with that one. But I can see why what you could say that though. Yeah, Ryan Gosling's the man. I mean, look at La La Land. And it's, and it's, and it's a great film in itself. Mm-hmm. All right, my next one. My next number two. I've watched this movie over and over and over again. When my daughter was a little child, I made her watch it as well. Okay. And it's, a, and it's just a funny movie. Right. It's a funny movie. Ron Burgundy, Anchorman. Come on. Oh, okay, yep. Come on. Yep. Right there. Yeah, no, is yeah, it, Anchorman is great. Is it going to be yep. razor sharp? Probably not. Uh, I don't care about it, though. I want the best quality I can get. I, I'm going to say three of the movies on my list are comedies. This is a movie that I can watch all the time, and I will just laugh all the time. I can drink and crack my ass off, and I, I could just be, like, you know, sober and just, just laugh. Right. I just think it's a funny movie. I think it's a great movie. Right. Yep. And it's, it's not in the, some, some movie that's a cinematic masterpiece. As far as com- okay. f- being funny is concerned, I think it's a great movie. That's got to okay. be that's gotta be in 4K. That's going to be 4K for me. 
Ron Burgundy, huh? I remember Anchorman, man, when that first yeah. came out in high school, and Part Two was did crazy suck though. Over it. Part Two was horrible. I was actually, I was actually in uh, in high school, um, when when that when that came out, and you know, people were just people were just going crazy over it. Uh, you said Part Two sucked though. Yeah, Part Two did suck. I was disappointed. Nothing is is as man. good as like a whale's vagina. <laughs> 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 yeah, freaking Ron Burgundy, man. I mean, they, it, you know what's funny about him is that they knew they had something when he was doing the more cowbell thing on Saturday Night Live. Those skits, they knew they had something there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, this is this is really this is hard for me. You know, I, I know I'm supposed to give you my number three right now, but um, you know, I don't want to. Uh, I don't. I don't. Damn, we gotta have to make another. We gotta have to make a follow up to this. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. We have, to, we have to make a follow up to this one. Um, I've got my list here, but uh, but I've got a list with a couple of uh, a couple of uh, alternatives, depending on how I'm feeling when we went live. Um, and I'm just gonna have to go down to it. <clears throat> uh, Sin City, 2005. Sin City. Sin City 2005. Yeah. Frank Miller. Frank Miller. We've got... uh, We've got Elijah Wood. We've got that yellow dude. We've got uh, the black and white. We've got Rosario Dawson. Uh, Most importantly, we've got... uh, The dude that when he went in and was, I think, infiltrating Elijah Wood's property, he goes, I've got... This, that, and my mitts. His hands. Um, oh, yeah, Mickey Rourke. Rourke. Yep. Mickey Rourke. Mm-hmm. So, the art style of that film, spot on. You know what I mean? Uh, definitely entertaining. Rest in peace to um, the gentleman who was in The Green Mile, uh, who was in that film as well. Great film needs to be on 4K. It's only in HD. It looks great in HD. It looks okay, uh, you know, in, in other in other areas. But 4K definitely. We need a 4K transfer of that one. Yeah, I'm sure the uh, I'm sure Dolby Vision HDR is going to help out with those black levels. I'm saying, especially like when you know, I think it was uh, Bruce Willis. He killed himself in that movie or whatever, and it's like it's it's animated. You know, mm-hmm. it's got the black and white look. Yeah, man, right there. That's where it's at. Clive Owen. How can I forget Clive Owen? I almost forgot Clive Owen. Sucks because Clive Owen has been at the cinematic game for a while acting, and uh, for, for some reason I feel like he hasn't had his day except for in Shoot 'Em yeah. Up. Yeah. Or no, Children of Men. Children of Men was great. Children of Men was a great film. He was in that. I'm sorry, Clive Owen. Just I always felt like I always felt like he was going to be like the next Gerard Butler, but he just never like blew up. Yeah. Yep. 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 That's right. And but yeah, uh, I can, yeah, I can see that. Definitely the heavy blacks. Uh, who did that? Robert Rodriguez, right? I think. Robert Rodriguez, yeah. You know, I, Jessica Alba looked good, but and especially in that in that strip dance scene. But you know, I love me some Rosario Dawson. So. Yo, was she was she naked in that one? No. Nah, but close to it. She was naked in one movie. I do remember. I can't think of the movie though. Um, you know who was topless in that one was uh, Gina Car not Gina Carano. That's a wrestler. Gina Carano. No, Gina Carano's not a wrestler. She's, that's a, she's wrestler. an MMA fighter. Who's, who's she's not a wrestler. Gina Carano's uh, yeah, like she's a MMA. UFC, like MMA, yeah. 
Yeah, God damn it. I forgot her name. She was in Sucker Punch, too. Yeah. God damn it. I can't think of it. All right. Well, yeah, no, I can see that. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. I used to like that one. The second one sucked, though. The Dame to Kill? City, Cincinnati it did. Dame to Kill? It did. Yeah, it did. That's like uh, Anchorman in Anchorman 2. Anchorman 2 sucked. Yep. First one's a classic. I know, man. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? All right. My number three. We're going to go number three. This one, in this time, this day and age, could be controversial. Controversial. I don't see anything wrong with it. It's funny. It's a fantastic movie. I watched this not too long ago. Okay. Tropic Thunder. I told you, another comedy. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> Bro, I love this fucking movie. One yep. of the funniest movies ever. 2008, right? Wasn't that come on 2008? Yeah, 2008. Uh, come on, man. From Blackface. the same time as Dark Knight. That same summer as Dark Knight. I remember that. Do you think this movie would fly right now with everybody being so sensitive? With Robert Downey Jr. No, now with Blackface. Being blackface. Now with Blackface. Nope. Nope. Sorry. Can't. Classic. Can't. When, when can't. uh when his arms blow up and he's sitting there crying and he's fucking drooling from his mouth. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, nah, I laugh every time I see this movie. Every time. That's not fly. <laughs> every time. You know, I would tell a story about somebody that came over and watched the movie who didn't think it was so funny because he was black. Uh, right. He was in blackface, rather. But it just goes to show, like, certain, I guess, I guess nowadays, like, certain people can't take that kind of, can't take that kind of humor. Take that humor. No, yeah. everything's PC culture, but we don't yeah. want to get into that because it might get monetized and flagged. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. But I think this is going to be a fan. I can't wait for this to drop in 4K. I'm going to get some, just like the slogan, get some. Is it going to be like a, is it going to be, you know, I'm thinking, I'm thinking about these movies, not in terms of how good they're going to look or how awesome they're going to sound. I'm just thinking these movies what are movies want. that I enjoy yeah. that I can watch over again. No, I got you. And you know what? You know, in making this list, like I said, that's why I had some, some, you know, A, B kind of thing going on with like the number four and five spots just because I felt like, yeah. um, I didn't, I didn't know you were going to tell me like there were specific order, but uh, whatever. I mean, they're all like, let's just say they're all top five. I mean, interchangeable yeah. the way, you, whatever. Yeah. But, uh, but, uh, uh, I had to throw Godfather number one and all these other films I just would want to watch because I feel like they need to be able to test my rig properly like and with acclaimed like they have to be either acclaimed or they have to be like really good or I have to really like them and like a mix of them I know what you're saying so but I'm not trying yeah. to say like your 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 top 5 is less than mine but I will say this though I will say that I hope your list has an acclaimed godfather whatever I hope your mm -hmm. list has claimed film like this one. Uh -huh. Yeah, go ahead. What is it? Hold on. Shout out to uh, BK. Real quick. Shout out BK23 for the $5 super chat. He's got a question, which we'll get to after after our list. American Beauty, 1999. Best picture, best actor, um, actually best cinematography. One of the films that I've watched and I got inspired to want to film in general um, scenes are great. I mean, just looking at the cover of the movie um, with the girl and the flowers, you already know you're in for a, a treat when it comes to the visuals. And uh, you got, what, Sam Mendes in there, right, of Skyfall fame? You know, I feel like yep. some of the 
directors know what cinematographers to choose. Like, they know who has a good eye, in other words. And I want a film like that in 4K, high quality. And unfortunately, it's not available in 4K. They've got, like, a Sapphire edition or something like that as a Blu-ray. Um, I have that, but I don't have the 4K. Yeah, I think I saw this movie, like, twice. I'm not gonna lie. Only twice, maybe. I vaguely remember. I do remember Kevin Spacey being in it. And... Yeah, he's only polarizing, so not surprised. <laughs> yeah, listen. So what, he likes to diddle little boys. <laughs> little yeah, teenagers know, right? or whatever. Uh, yeah. he, he made him a good movie. <laughs> he, made, right. he made a good movie. It's like it's like saying Tom Cruise is cra- crazy for Scientology. Uh, still, the man makes good movies. There's no denying that. You can't cancel right. him for something he did 20 years ago. And, you know, you loved the movie back then. You can't love it now. I can see that, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that'll be a good movie with the whole Bitter Roses thing. Yeah. That would be a real nice one. I'll tell you that right now. Mm-hmm. You know what? Give me, give me one second before we get to your... Uh, actually, why don't, why don't you answer the question of our uh, supporter here? Yeah. And uh, I'll be right back. Yep. The Kraken is hitting. That's what you're saying. Uh, real quick, Big Kane 23's got a super chat. Hey, Shane, I noticed that you use an Apple TV 4K. I use the apps on my LG OLED, but I was told that it's better to use a streaming box. What's your take on it? Uh, thanks for the super chat, Big Kane 23. Super chats are welcome. Um, so the question is, should he use the internal apps or should you use an external box? Well... If you're talking about a television set, as far as like Dolby Vision is concerned, um, as far as I know, I guess there's different implementations of Dolby Vision. So depending on what kind of external device you're using to stream Dolby Vision or HDR content in general, the the way that the, the signal is being transmitted to the TV could be different than what you're getting from the internal apps themselves. So like say for in the case of like Netflix on a Sony television, if you're watching Netflix Dolby Vision, maybe on an external box, it might come out a lot darker, which I think is the case for certain uh, titles on Apple TV or Roku's Sony Dolby Vision content can be darker. Whereas in, in the internal, you're not relying on any processing in the external box. So everything that I've been told, it's always better to use the internal app on your television set rather than the external that's what I've been told. Even though I, I still use an external box because I really need, I don't use, if I'm watching something myself personally, I'll use the internal apps. But if I'm using the projector, obviously I'm, I'm stuck using the external device. So for the projector users out there, you're, you're going to be using the external. But I think as far as, you know, getting the best quality, since you're not relying on an external device, since everything is being processed internally, the consensus is, I do believe, is to use the internal app on your television set until they stop supporting it very much like Samsung. I think Samsung was like the biggest culprit for not supporting their apps after maybe like two two years or so. I believe they stopped supporting their apps. But as far as I'm aware, using the internal apps will kind of take the uh, the third the second party out of the equation just to stick with your just to stick with your uh, internal 
If anybody else has something, has something different to say, then feel free to leave a comment. All right, where are we at? What number are we on? Did you turn your fan on high, or did you aim it towards? Oh the no, I probably just like walked in a little bit. Okay. Um, that's my bad. But uh, but yeah. So your next was that? Who's next on the list? Me? Was that next? Um. Uh, I said American Beauty, right? Oh, okay, you said American Beauty, yeah. Yeah, so where we at? Where we at? We we went to the uh, question. Oh yeah, I'm next. I'm next. Uh, all next. right. So my next, I'm next on the list. I probably should have typed it up here. Everybody's favorite. I feel this is a lot of people's favorite movies. What you got? Right here, we got. We got. This guy. This is gonna be a sequel coming out when he's about eighty-two, maybe eighty-three. Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Woo! Oh, there we go. Right there. That's a good one. This is going to be a good one. Uh, I I would imagine it would look very much like the like a New Hope, the original Star Wars movies, perhaps. Yeah. Without yeah, any yeah, like yeah, noise yeah. reduction being applied and all that yep, all, all yep. that stuff. I would think it's going to look like that. <clears throat> I mean, you're going to have your color. You're going to have some resolution. Nice 4K resolution. Um, nice detail, all the jungle foliage, all that good stuff. Dolby Atmos soundtrack, they're going to have to remix it to give us some Dolby Atmos. I think this is going to be a winner once this drops in 4K. Absolutely. And it's a classic. It's a classic. Yeah, no, absolutely, because what happens is um, people want to relive that moment when they were in the theater, but like they want it by today's standards, and I definitely hear you. I know just exactly what you're saying. I know exactly what you're saying. Do it. I mean, they've been doing the, the Star Wars recently, like yeah. you said. So yeah, it, oh, it, it was, would be the right thing. It's the same amount, same time frame, you know. Yeah. Um, come on, let's let's get it. You know, I would I would venture to say, when Indiana Jones five starts shooting, right? You know, as long as Harrison Ford is still alive, uh, they'll probably release it around that time. And as far as I know, they're they're working on the script right now for it. Less okay. I heard. So I would say once that starts really getting getting moving forward, uh, we'll probably see Indiana Jones start dropping on 4K, like in Disney Plus or something. Yeah. It might even be 4K right now. They're just waiting to drop it on Disney Plus. Who knows? Right. But your number you, five, uh, what do you got? Well, I'm, I'm going out with a bang. Uh, I'm definitely going out with a bang. I, I, I like that you brought in Tropic Thunder because... Uh, uh -huh. You know, I said what I said about uh, definitely ha trying to make sure you have something in your top five most wanted that is 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 a is a critically acclaimed and and something that's gonna be, you know, uh, magnifique so to speak. But uh, I like your Tropic Thunder choice, and I I have got something of my own. Maybe you don't you might not enjoy it as much, but I've got something of my own that I, I enjoy just as much as you probably enjoy um, Tropic Thunder. And that is none other than a film that has not been released in, on Blu-ray. Mm -hmm. How? I don't know. And a film that has not been released on Apple TV. But I have the DVD. And I just hope that it doesn't suffer the same fate as... T2. Well, I know what you're going to say. I'm going to just pop it right now because I already know what you're going to say. 
Don't give me the pop because I got the DVD right here. Oh, I picked the wrong one. God damn it. Okay. I got the DVD right here. Check this out. I picked this the wrong one. This is not one. on Blu-ray. This is not on 4K. This is not on <coughs> Apple TV. This is the DVD. I used to watch this. I used to test this on my AudioBox 5.1 surround system home theater in a box that I used that I bought that I w received as a Christmas gift in Christmas of 2003. True Lies. I used to test this all the time on my home theater in a box when I was a kid. I miss watching this film. This is a great film. I could watch this over and over. It's funny, and for the right reasons. It's comical. It's hilarious. James Cameron. Arnold Schwarzenegger, THX, digitally remastered. And this needs to hurry up. I know they've been in production with the Blu-ray and the 4K, but this needs to hurry up on 4K, and this is what I want. Because right now, this is all I have for this, is mm -hmm. the DVD. And this is great. No, Can't man. Wait. I can I can control. I, I concur. That's a great movie. I and that's when Jamie Lee Curtis was hot when she did that that, oh, that pole man. dance. Ooh. Man, yeah. Even till this, even till today, I'm look. I look, I can look at that yeah. scene and be like, damn. All right, okay. Mm -hmm. mm. She had those uh those pulled up high uh panties on. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're not talking that. about Halloween. We're not, not we're not talking about no Halloween. We talk we talking about true lies. Jamie Lee Curtis and true lies. I don't know so, what happened in, in her older years when, she, when she's in Halloween. What happened with the short haircut? But yeah, she hot in true lies. I'll right. give you that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'll give absolutely. you that. I can see it right yeah, now in my head. Yeah, that that scene where uh, you know he's chasing down the villain, um, uh, Crimson Jihad. See, I, yeah. I watched it. Yeah, the Crimson Jihad. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, he's chasing him down with the horse. And then he finally drives the motorcycle into the pool. Um, but then, like, before that, he's on the streets. And, oh, man, and it's just great. Like, you, you could tell that, you know, the environment is, uh, the sound was just great. I remember, I mean, a home theater in a box. I guess I can't expect too much. But I remember the sound being being great for, for immersing myself as a 13-year-old kid into the movie. But, yeah, no, it was it was awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I remember, I remember watching that multiple times on my little cheap uh, $200 Pioneer uh, Dolby ProLogic surround sound. I remember those back in uh, my high school days. What, talk about so, Jamie Lee Curtis? What about the Asian chick? A long time ago. What about the Asian chick in that movie? The one with the green? The bad one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, real yeah. quick, sh shout out HD Dan Man for the $5 super chat. Thanks, HD Dan Man. Jamie Lee Curtis, goddamn, banging. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to see that too. That's been that's been forever coming. That in the abyss. You know, I like I, like, I did like True Lies more than I did the Abyss though. That'll be fun to move yeah, with. Yeah, man. All right. Can't wait. My last pick. Most of the folks what that have followed the channel know what's what's going to uh -huh. be on my list. I mean, I have the T-shirt. I probably should just wear it. But. We gonna go. Come on, man, David Fincher, Fight Club. Oh yeah, for sure. This could be. I, I could kind of like seesaw between this and Seven, but I'm gonna give yeah. it to Fight Club though. Okay. This is one. This yeah, is the movie that made me like great. Brad Pitt. Fight Club's awesome. Mm -hmm. Nah, I remember. Yep. This is it right there. Come on, man, Edward Norton, Brad Pitt. How you gonna go wrong? I could see the you 4K can. HDR. 
making the colors pop on this one as well. Those black levels, the sweat, the sweaty, the sweaty Brad Pitt bodies, body. Sound like you about to say sweaty come balls. <laughs> come on, come on, maybe sweaty balls too. Who knows what 4K is gonna bring? But this that's a winner. That's gonna be a winner right there. No doubt yeah. about that. With with the uh, Dust Brothers soundtrack, the techno. Uh-huh. Come yeah. on, that's a winner right there. No, I like me some techno. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my last pick. That'll probably be my like my first pick, but I wanted to save that for last though. Yeah, and I, I hear you. Just like me, I wanted to save the banger for the last one. Yeah, I hear you. Mm-hmm. Freaking um, man, uh, when that when that I think that was one of the first movies that when it came out, it was like when the ending hit you, it was just like. Oh, it was just like a big revelation. You know what I mean? Actually, like, what was that like when you went into the theater and uh, and that and that happened? Like the ending happened. Like what was was it like a gasp in the audience? Uh, listen, I had no interest in this movie back in the day, so I ended up seeing it on like Blu-ray. I think the first time I remember watching, I was like, oh, sh-. I was like, oh shit! I was like, damn, I didn't see that shit coming. This is like some Shyamalan yeah. stuff. Right, right, yeah, yeah. That's how it felt. And then you go back and watch it the second time. You pick up all uh, the little nuances in it that's uh, that's hidden throughout, and the little right. the little freeze frames they pop in. Away. Yeah. yeah. But I really did enjoy. It. I didn't enjoy it at the theater. I, I enjoyed it at the house. And I guess it's become a cult favorite. Yep. So that's that's our list, man. That's our list. That's the list. That's the list. Question is, question is, what's on your guys' top five list? Let us know, do you think our picks are not so hot? If so, let us know in the comments as well. So leave your top five list in the comments. All right, that's it. Uh, anything else you want you want to chat about? Oh, well, almost exactly about the, yeah, no, yeah, I think I think that's it. We could we could save the Bowers of Wilkins for another day. Yeah, we'll talk about the Bowers another time. But uh definitely a good talk about uh the top five blue top five 4k blu-rays we want to see and want to add to our collection because those are definitely a solid top five for me i'm sticking by mm-hmm. sticking by that list and that's definitely what i want all right well all right guys yo thanks for everybody that gave up uh super chats uh thanks for your questions of course if you guys want to check out the audio portion of this you don't want to see our faces on the screen. You guys, we'll leave some links in the video's description. You can listen to the audio portion. As always, guys, thanks for watching. Elias, tell them where they can find yep. your channel. Well, they can find me on YouTube. Just type in my first and last name. First name, Elias, E-L-I-A-S. Last name, Rosario, R-O-S-A-R-I-L. Sorry, I don't know what that sound is. That's the neighbors <laughs> cutting wood or something like that. Well, they, they're cutting at the right time. They're telling you to sign off. <laughs> yeah, there it is. All right, guys. Thanks for uh, checking out the live stream. Yo, go check out the um, go check out the podcast. It's on iTunes, Spotify, all the good stuff.